Welcome to Just Sold with Brent McIntosh. Hi, everybody. This is Just Sold. Brent McIntosh is with us from the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. I'm Brent Griffiths. Brent, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you, Brent? Great, thank you. Here we go. It's the month of December. It's the crazy month. It, I guess it's only the crazy month if you let it be that way, right? 100%. This is sort of the month for real estate agents to catch our breath, actually. So this is when we start planning for next year and getting everything in, in line as December typically is the slowest selling month of the year. So are you catching up? Is everything okay? We are caught up, Bryn, and, and things are actually ahead of schedule at the Macintosh Group, so I'm proud to say, and that we don't often get to say that. So um, we are doing A-OK over there. Hey, when you get to the bulk of the holiday time through Christmas and New Year's, that sort of thing, does it just go really quiet or, or do you just try to take a bit of a break? How do you handle that it, personally? It really does. I mean, all kinds of things, and maybe not this year in particular, but things come up in people's lives. And in past years, we've had clients that will have taken their properties off the market at Christmas time so that they don't have showings during uh, family visits. And typically those buyers, unless they're really motivated to buy, might put things on hold for a couple of weeks until the new year so it is the quietest month and then things start rolling again in the second week of january well let's focus on where we're at right now as we always do in the first podcast of every month we kind of we kind of do a summation and i'll let you take it from here perfect well november was absolutely spectacular comparatively speaking to previous novembers so normally November is the second slowest month. And again, as we were just talking about, December is typically the slowest month. But this year, we noticed a huge uptick in sales. And so, in fact, sales were up by 3% compared to November of last year, combined with listings being down by 15%, comparatively speaking, to last year. It made for a pretty good month for sellers in the city of Edmonton. We actually had 1,858 sold properties for the month of November on MLS. And if we compare that to last year, there was only 1,803. Um, still down, comparatively speaking to previous years like 2018 or 2017, where we had over 2,000 sales. So again, we had 1,858 so not a, an all bad month when all said and done. Listings, that's the biggest difference. We're, we're sitting at the end of the month of November. There was only 6,200 listings left on the market. Last year, there was 7,300. And the year before, there was 8,100. So we're seeing a huge decrease in the amount of homes. And we've talked about this in the past couple of podcasts where Right now, specifically because of the times that we're in, COVID-19 times, the, the, the new norm, we're, we're typically not seeing a lot of people who are just testing the market. If you're putting your house up for sale, you're pretty serious about selling. And so we've seen a lot less listings in 2020 than any of the previous years. And the same thing with buyers. We don't have a lot of buyers who are just kicking tires and just looking for maybe that perfect home. If you're out looking for properties, you're pretty serious about buying a property. Things have tightened up notably here over the last couple of weeks. The province has got a few more restrictions in place. What does, what does that do when you compare November to what we might see here in December? Yeah, well, uh, fortunately for me as a real estate agent, that real estate is deemed an essential service. 
And so sales will continue. We have to do things a little differently. There's obviously extra paperwork involved and some extra precautions when we're showing houses. So masks and hand sanitizer or gloves are necessary for when showing properties uh, for each of the agents and their clients. No open houses is uh, the, the latest restriction, and, and this happened in the spring as well. So you're not going to see any open house signs for the next few weeks out on the boulevards as those have been banned. And so now all showings are by appointment only. And that's where we can essentially guarantee and or question those clients that we're meeting to make sure that they don't have any health concerns. So this makes it even more vitally important. And we talked on our last podcast about the importance of staging a house for people yeah. to come in. Well, now it's got to be staged so you can take pictures so people can see it that way. And I'm guessing it's just as vital now as it would have been, let's say, when we chatted on our last podcast. A hundred percent. And so, in fact, this week, Bryn, you know, uh, some of the things that we've been adding to our repertoire, we've always had a lot of professional photography. And, and yes, we did do the, the podcast talking about staging and, and how important that can be to make sure that your house looks perfect from the day the photographer shows up to the day that the buyer shows up to see the property. Uh, prof professionally shot video and um, on our website, we have 360 degree tours and, and we've also uh, added because of the restrictions that we're seeing and a lot less showings happening at our properties, we're actually now putting um, floor plans of properties right on, on the Macintosh Group website to show people what the property looks like uh, before they get there so they know where the rooms are and, and that the family room is open to the kitchen etc those kinds of things will help because the last time we went sort of into this lockdown in the springtime we noticed a gigantic increase in the amount of web traffic we saw on each of our listings let's also point out that this is also going to uh, re result in an increase in podcast listening and we would highly recommend yeah. to people that if they've caught our podcast in the past, that they subscribe on the RSS feed. And also make sure that if they're on Twitter or Facebook, that they pass this along to their friends because it's uh, it's like, it, you know, it's so important to have people, I guess, spread the good word for us as well. I would really appreciate, yeah, if, if they could tell two friends and they and could so tell on. two friends. And so on. And so on. Uh, I, we're dating ourselves now with, with that reference. The um, I always like to talk about where the prices are yeah. um, for this first one. And um, single family median price, although it dropped slightly from October to November, basically 1% to 2%, depending on what part of the city we're talking about, it is actually higher than it was a year ago. And in fact, our single family median sales price is up 3% from November of 2019. So the median single family house price in Edmonton now is sitting at an even $400,000. And that's compared to 387,850 of 2019. In fact, to get to the last time we were at 400 was back in 2016. So it's been pretty nice to see that the median sales price has, uh, has really held its own this year. Uh, condo, uh, miraculously, is up even. Um, it's only up 1% from November of 2019, but the median sales price for condos is 209000 compared to 207500 a year ago. And this year, it's been really interesting to see how many acreages have been selling. So 
there's been quite a large increase in the amount of acreage sales this year. And I would, again, this is going to be a COVID stat mostly that people seem to want to have their own space and moving out of the city out to acreages. And so a year ago, the median sales price for acreage was 519000 And November of 2020, we, we've seen it now at 530000 So it's up 21000 or excuse me, 11000 in the last um, 365 days. Pretty spectacular. Okay, now you've touched on why you think the acreage prices have gone the way they have. What about houses? Why do you think it's up? And also the same with condos. Any, any guess on that one? So uh, single family house prices is, is really, it's always about law of supply and demand. And so why is it jumped? Uh, because there, as I said a little bit earlier, that there's a lot less listings. Okay. And so the less listings there is and buyers, we've actually sold more single family homes this year than last year. Our total sales for the whole marketplace is down, but it's mostly down in the condo market as we've seen about 500 less transactions in the condo market. But we're up about two or 300 transactions in the single family market. So sales are up, inventory down. That's why you're seeing a, a 3% rise in the single family median price in the last 365 days. Uh, condos, it was a good month for condo sales in the past um, 30 days. And uh, it's not as up as much, only again because of that rule of supply and demand is that unfortunately we do have a large supply of condos that are currently for sale and demand hasn't grown exponentially. And I think we talked about it maybe a few podcasts ago and, and that has a lot to do with the banks not wanting to necessarily loan on condos. And in fact, because of condo fees being constantly being raised more and more right that you know you can afford essentially a $250,000 condo or a $325,000 house in the bank in the bank's eyes so it just makes it a lot easier to sell that proper that house that single family house and that's making it a little bit harder for those people trying to sell their condos you when you buy a condo you're buying a lifestyle right. more than anything else and and so that with that lifestyle comes that ability to maybe travel more maybe not have to look after outside uh, maybe having a, a really close location to amenities and or downtown or public transportation but uh, unfortunately that condo fee um, really hurts people's ability to afford that property when they're going to purchase it. Now, while we have been talking, comparing numbers from year to year, November last year to November this year, are you surprised considering how flat everything was through the first six months of this year, how it's kind of regrouped a little bit as we've coming down the home stretch? Totally surprised and, and extremely happy um, because I'm happiest when we're busy and, and when I'm sitting around twiddling my thumbs waiting for properties to sell it it's very stressful so so it's been it's been absolutely wonderful uh, as edmontonians i think have gotten used to these conditions and life has to go on and i would think that our 2021 will be a lot more predictable than 2020 only because we've already had eight months of this and so i suspect our year next year um, will be more similar to previous years as far as tracking where the prices go, tracking the amount of sales. I don't think we're going to have a huge slowdown in the spring like we did this year. And in fact, the REMAX of uh, Canada's uh, forecast is already out and they're calling for a small increase across the board for single family and condo prices in Edmonton. Talked about acreages. Are people in the, in the Edmonton area 
looking at going out into the, I guess, the metro area, the satellite communities. Is is that, are you seeing any kind of a, a momentum to that or are people just wanting to continue to upgrade in the city or in the various areas? Does that make you know, sense? For the, yeah, I, I understand what you're asking. And, and I, I would think that the, that yes, we're starting to see that. Now, for the past five years leading up to 2020, we were seeing the opposite, that acreage sales were down. And in fact, those communities closer to the core of the city were selling a lot better than those on the outskirts. So if you lived on outside of the Anthony Hende in a subdivision there, it was considerably more difficult to sell that property. Now it seems because of people's ability to work from home, living close to work doesn't seem to be a, a driving factor anymore. And people looking to get a little bit more space, whether they have one or three or 10 acres, um, it seems that people are are interested in having a little bit more space. Obviously, this is a funny one to bring up when we're talking about health sales, but the ability to have high-speed internet on acreages is now common, which wasn't, by the way, five years ago. And depending on where you lived, you might not be able to get high-speed internet in that subdivision and or that part of the, of the community that you're going to be living in. Now, obviously, it's sort of available everywhere. So we're seeing people set up their, their businesses or set up themselves in locations that don't have to be close to work. Uh, I, I heard a stat this week talking about this is one of the lowest accident years for car accidents on the roads. There's a lot less cars driving out there right now. And, and so people are staying at home more than they've ever seen. And that will help drive the real estate market in 2021 as people have realized that their house is too small and that they need to upgrade. And so that they'll be selling their small house to buy a bigger one. Does that fly in the face of what a lot of people are talking about where they're downsizing? You're seeing people actually moving up? It, that 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 will be the trade off this coming year. So okay. we've started to see it now, and yes, that will be uh, for those people who've been downsizing in the past five years. It hasn't been great to do that, just because the, obviously the single family price was dropping and dropping and dropping since 2015. So those people who are downsizing or or leaving the province to go to warmer climates weren't necessarily maximizing the price of their house like they would have in 2014 or 15. What else have you noticed in the month of November that maybe gets you a little uh, jacked up about the month of December? Well, you know what? There was a, a quite a high sale. So I always like to point out what the highest sale in Edmonton was and yep. what the lowest sale was. And so there was a, a home in Crestwood, a 3,800-square-foot bungalow that sold for $2.64 million. And And so that's pretty spectacular when we're seeing those high-end properties sell. And, and we're seeing about one a month, um, over $2 million here in Edmonton. And and pretty amazing when we talk about people scared about where the market might go. Edmonton, of course, is a very affordable city when we compare it to all the other major cities in Canada and, and something that they, you probably wouldn't see in a Vancouver or a Toronto or even a, a Calgary or Ottawa. We had a sale of a 600-square-foot apartment uh, just north of downtown for $50,000. <laughs> so you can buy a 600-square-foot one-bedroom apartment for for essentially lower than the price of a lot of cars on the road these days. Hey, every time I take that the high end stat one that you throw at us every month, and I mention it to somebody, they go, "There's million dollar homes here in Edmonton, or two million dollar yeah. homes." There's more than you think, right? There's quite a bit more, and and so I, I I'm gonna when I pull how many homes currently are on the market, and I don't have it in front of me right now, but. But if we pull a million and higher, there's probably 150 homes for sale right now in that price range. 
Wow. So quite a bit more than people might assume. And then, uh, yes, they, they don't sell uh, as quickly as uh, perhaps a $300,000 home. When we do take those listings, I, I typically let our clients know that it could be up to two years to sell that property. Now, we only have a couple more minutes here. Anything else that you noticed? Um, basically, I suggest we're actually listing a lot of properties that in previous years that we would have normally held off until February or March. So um, uh, in our next week's podcast, we're going to talk about multiple offers. And that's something that we're starting to see because of the lack of inventory. And so, you know, previous advice would be let's wait till the spring to list your house. But if you've got a great property and you've presented it really well, there might be an advantage to putting it on the market in December. And, and again, that's not something that we would talk about normally, but we are starting to see some multiple offers here at the end of November. And, and now that we're into December uh, for those properties that are really a cut above the rest. Okay, we're just about out of time. Did we sum everything up nicely? I think we did. Did we yes. tie it all up with a nice little bow ready for the festive season? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think that that's a wrap on, on this week's episode. Yes, it is. That's all the time we have. And uh, we also love feedback. Brent, how can folks drop a note to you with, yeah, with some if feedback? A, if they've got a question about the market, if they've got a question about what they should do their house, or maybe even uh, a, an idea for a topic, they can reach out to me. Our website is macintoshgroup.ca. And they can call our office directly. We're at 780-464-0075. Thanks for your time. This has been a blast as always. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Brent Griffiths and he's Brent McIntosh. And yeah, we'll see you next week. 